Right now, there are great deals to escape to Europe in spring and summer on direct flights to Ireland with Aer Lingus. Stay put in cool, contemporary capital Dublin or head off to any of 20 amazing European cities you've always wanted to visit. Classical chic Rome, Paris, the home of romance, or London, the cutting edge of culture. Deals are for a limited time only, so hurry and book today. Smart says escape to Europe this spring and summer. Smart flies Aer Lingus. Book now at aerlingus.com. Blog Talk Radio. Hello, hello everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in today to the Sasha Marina Show. Today is Monday, it is 3 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 12 noon Pacific Time. And today is the segment with That's the Movie with Robert Alphonse Hidalgo. So, hey bro, how are you? Oh, hey. <laughs> How's it going? Good, good. How's it going with you? It's all right. Happy Easter. Oh, yeah. Happy Easter. Okay, yeah. so um, yeah, what's what's going on? What's hot? What's not? Well, first I want to talk about. Um, I, I remember a while ago how Quentin Tarantino, his script got leaked and he got angry. That movie he was working on called The Hateful Eight, and he mm-hmm. said he didn't want to he didn't want to film the movie at all or anything. Well, apparently okay. uh, now he's actually going to go and film the movie. <laughs> well, maybe he got backed up. Like, yeah. uh, money, I mean. Okay. I guess he just, like, I don't know, stopped eating crap. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, everyone's scripts get leaked all the time. What does he care? Yeah. It's, okay. it's not going to stop the movie. I, I haven't read the script. I'm sure tons of people, you can't even find the script online. Like, if nobody would have not said anything, nobody would have find, would have found it. Because... The only reason the only reason somebody found out about the script I mean the only reason we all found out about the script was because somebody posted it, posted a news article about it. But it didn't even contain the script, it just said it. To me it sounded it sounds a bit more like it was just uh, trying to get some 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 uh-huh. hype for this movie. Okay. It sounds a bit like they just wanted hype. They're trying to hype everything up, but <clears throat> whatever. I'm excited for it. It's Quentin Tarantino and yeah. Can't wait to see that. Um, next bit is um is about Spider-Man. It's not really news at all, sort of, but it's uh, the producers. They were talking about um, a potential movie, Marvel movie crossover, like Spider-Man and the Avengers and stuff. Mm-hmm. But they said they're doubtful about it. Um, they usually say something like Avi Arad, who's been a producer for for these superhero movies for years since Spider-Man since the first original Spider-Man movie. He had been producing all these uh, superhero movies. And, well, anyways, he said that there, that, that it's... A few years ago, he said it was that anything's possible, but now he seems to be like... He's trying to say that it's not possible, at least not for a while, because he says there's so much you can tell with Spider-Man. There's so much story still you can tell. And that he's like yeah. his own superhero. He's not... He's unique. He's not, he's not an Avenger, and he's not an, he's not an X-Men. He's just his own... But 
I don't know. I really, I really would have liked to see Spider-Man in the Avengers too, or in any okay. Avengers. Really, I would have liked to see him in any of them. But it looks like we're not going to see it for a while. Probably not until they're done with the spin-off movies, or because he says the only reason they do this is when they really have nothing left to say. When they have nothing, when they run out of ideas, then they'll probably start considering something like this. <laughs> so okay. if anybody's hoping for that, it's not going to happen, at least not for a while. And now this is about the Fantastic Four. <clears throat> um, uh, the writer Simon Kinberg said this this is going to be kind of like a, a coming of age story. Like they're not going to be in high school, the characters, you know, for uh, from the Fantastic Four. But they're going to be like a little bit older, but not really adults yet. They're not really, they haven't really gotten used to the world. So they're saying it's kind of like an origin story. And essentially what he's just trying to say is that this is going to be based on a Fantastic Four from the Ultimate Universe. And the Ultimate Universe, the Fantastic Four are all teenagers when they start, when they get their powers. They're all kids. The Human Torch is, is 16. He's still in high school. No, 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 he wasn't. He... I think, yeah, he was in high school, but I think he was as old as Peter Parker. Peter Parker was like 15 or 14 when he started in the Ultimate Universe, at least. So that's that's what it's going to be. Okay, so, so that's why the whole cast is so young, because they're trying to make it just like the Ultimate Universe. And now uh, Bioshock. Bioshock is this video game that came out a few years ago. They had just come out with a third installment in the series. Uh, earlier this year uh, no not this year uh, last year and it was uh-huh. pretty good uh, in my opinion I, I I got really bored of the game quickly the only thing that was good was made me want to play was just a story but the first game Bioshock was just awesome and a, a few years ago there was the movie was gonna, was apparently in the works and Gore Ver- Verbansky who had, who had uh, directed the Pies of the Caribbean movies was going to direct and write this movie I don't know if he was going to write it. I think he was just directing it. And the thing is, Bioshock is an, is an M-rated game, and it's very mature and dark and violent. So the movie was going to be R-rated. Mm-hmm. And Universal was a movie where the people behind it. And Universal didn't really want to... Um, they didn't, they didn't want to risk an R-rated movie because they had recently just tried Watchmen. And Watchmen was rated R, and it did terrible at the box office, and they lost a lot of money. But... But now with this movie, they, they didn't want to do it, so it really got shelved, and, and now it's gone. But recently, Sony had just registered three new like uh, website domains, Bioshock, the movie, you know, a bunch of Bioshock movie website domains. So this is meaning that if they're registering that, that means that they're getting ready to announce they're going to film, that they're, the movie's in the works, because that's mm-hmm. what happened with The Last of Us. The Last of Us, the video game, they registered a bunch of um, movie things months before, and then a little, and then, and then as time passed, they they uh, they you know announced that they were working on The Last of Us the movie. <clears throat> so it looks like this is the same thing that's going to happen with Bioshock. So it's most likely we'll get a confirmation a few months from now, maybe when they've already started the script or something like that. So that'll be interesting. And Bioshock is, would be a great movie, something uh, we haven't seen on TV. I mean, on mm-hmm. TV on the big screen. So yeah, uh, Steven Spielberg. He's thinking of his next project. Uh, he's been like bouncing back and forth between projects for like the since like Lincoln. 
he really doesn't know what he wants to do. Uh, first, he was going to do this this movie called Robo Apocalypse, which is uh, based on a book by Daniel H. Wilson, and it's like this you know sci-fi action movie. So it would have been cool, you know, to see how see Steven Spielberg doing that, something like Minority Report, but you know, Apocalypse. <laughs> and then he was a, he was apparently going to do a true story um, movie, a drama called American Sniper, which was going to star. Bradley Cooper, but then he left, and now Clint Eastwood is directing it. And then recently he had thought of remaking uh, the West Side Story into a movie, mm-hmm. a new movie and stuff. And it seems like that's just done, but uh, apparently now it's back, <clears throat> and he's gonna might he might be doing Robo Apocalypse. But this is just him bouncing back and forth. And in my opinion, I think he should just do Robo Apocalypse because. It was um, it was it's written just how um, how World War Z was written, the book, where it was mm-hmm. this guy that was just um, it was just like a history of what happened. So it isn't exactly what's happening at the moment. It wasn't like World War Z the movie. Uh, it was just them trying to solve everything in really stupidly done, terrible movie. But uh, it was actually just kind of like uh, documented. History. That's what it is. It's like a history book of what happened in the robot apocalypse. So yeah, I I I'd really like to see that movie done. And Steven Spielberg uh, seems like a perfect choice. And no, so you know that uh, Ryan Gosling was a uh, was a uh, making a uh, uh, directing a film. I think I told you about that. Did I ever? I don't know. No, anyways, well, I know was, a lot of these actors have been trying to do directorial debuts, but I remember that he was. Yeah, he's been doing this since last year. Um, it's oh, called, uh, the movie's called How to Catch it. a Monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the movie's called How to Catch a Monster, but uh, the title, the news is the title just got changed, and it's, uh, what is it? Something lost. Yeah, that kind of sounds, That's what it is. Uh, yeah, How to Catch a Monster <clears throat> yeah. kind of sounds like a child book. Sounds familiar. Yeah, but no, no, nothing like that. It's not It's not a kid's movie. <laughs> it doesn't sound no, like I'm saying, it. So. it. It might have it gotten confused. <clears throat> Okay. Oh, I guess so, but um, probably uh, it, it probably would have had a pretty cool name. I really like I liked it. I thought it was a pretty cool, caught my attention. Is but it, is it about how to catch a monster? I don't know. It, let me. I really have no idea. Like it's not. There hasn't been much explained. There's gonna be some sort of fantasy stuff. But anyways, it's it mm-hmm. stars like Christina Christina Hendricks, um, this kid from Agents of Shield, Ian Dick. Don't even get me started. He's like the Scottish actor. He has a funny last name, but um, he's in a, he's in Agents of Shield. And then uh, who's his other one? Sorcy Ronan is going to mm-hmm. star in it as well. And Matt Smith from Doctor Who, who played the Eleventh Doctor, he's going to start. He's going to be in the movie too. Just, like they really haven't detailed what, like if he's the antagonist or who's the protagonist of these movies. But <clears throat> it's just you know been mm-hmm. said already who's in it. And recently they just showed a behind-the-scenes picture of Ryan Gosling at the camera. And then now, um, uh, what's it called, a still of the film. And the movie's supposed to be like, I forgot how you, how you explained it. Uh, I think Ryan Gosling explained it was going to be, okay. It's, he, he described it as a, an American fantasy neo-noir about a, film who find them, about a family who find themselves drawn into a surreal world, underworld. So it's going to okay. be a uh, sort of fantasy. And the Neo Noir thing, I think he's taking that from from uh, from the director of Drive that he worked with, and Only God Forgives, 
uh, Nicholas Wending Reffin, where it's going to be mm-hmm. like this whole, uh, you know that feel that the drive gave you with the music and everything, that it felt all like mm-hmm. some 1980s uh, yeah. movie? Yeah, that's the mm-hmm. whole feel. That's the whole feeling he wants to give the movie, where it's going to be. I'm assuming he's going to he's going to do that, but he's throwing fantasy in there at the same time. So we'll see how that goes, and hopefully, he took a lot of notes from um, the the director of Drive and stuff because that guy is fantastic. So this mm-hmm. will probably be good. And Matt Smith, he said he described it as a Lynchian quality to it, so it means he's he's saying that it's going to be really weird. There's going to be some really weird stuff to it. But, yeah, the movie's going to premiere at cons uh, this year in May. Okay. But there's nothing about a U.S. release yet. There's not even a trailer yet. So if the movie's going to premiere already in May, then it means it's it's pretty much done. They're just they're in post-production right now. All right. And some surprising oh, news that just literally came out of left field that I had no idea was even going to happen was this <laughs> Fox is developing a Mrs. Doubtfire sequel. With uh, Robin Williams. Oh, I had I'd seen that, and the, this girl, the main girl, she was like totally against doing it or whatever. I, I read this whole blog post of her. What's her name? I'm pretty against um, doing it. Like, I don't really see it necessary. Yeah. I'm like, oh wow, yeah, but it's... she's like very well. According, because I I kind of looked through her blog and kind of get a feel of what, what this girl, the, what, the girl we're talking about, by the way, ladies and gentlemen, is the one that did Matilda. Um, and she totally rejected the offer. And I, I went through her blog, and her uh, she has a blog on Tumblr, I think, and that writes, que- you know, like questions, like most commonly asked questions about her, like, oh, my God, what are you, you know, like, yeah, I'm mostly known for Matilda and whatever, Doubtfire or whatever, and, and this and that. But she was very sarcastic, but not in a nice, funny way. She just, it, it kind of came off rude. If, um, if you're interested, I think... I don't know the name of her blog now, but you can see her on Twitter, and she has everything there. But I don't know. I think she's kind of grown up to be one of those kind of child actors that kind of hated um, their star life, <laughs> you know, and now they're pretty much out of, like, out of the limelight, out of everything. And, I mean, I don't know. But, yeah, uh, like yeah. I said, she was totally against being part of the sequel. Yeah, um... I, I don't know. I don't really think this is a good idea of a movie, though. Like, I think it's one of those movies that are just it's like a classic movie you shouldn't make a sequel out of, just like E.T. Like, it's mm-hmm. done. It's not supposed to be a franchise. E.T. ended in a good way. So did Miss, Mrs. Doubtfire. It's not really something you'd get a sequel from, and especially oh, not this, this long after. Uh-huh. Oh, her so name I can totally Mary agree why she's, mm-hmm. she's, she's opposed, opposed to it. But, mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways, oh, okay. uh, I'll, I'll read so- her tweets if you want. She goes, um, for the record, no, I do not have anything to say, uh, anything to do with uh, Mrs. Doubtfire sequel, nor will I. I've been in some mediocre movies, but I've never been in a sequel, and I have no interest in being in one now. Uh, <laughs> sequels generally suck unless they were planned as part of a trilogy or series. I think Doubtfire ended where it needed to end. Uh, also, it wouldn't be that much, and to oh, because somebody tweeted her back uh, with some sort of comment, and and it says, why would you turn down a multi-million-dollar payday? You don't know how lucky you are. And her response was, it wouldn't be that much, and two, I have some standards. Uh, 
Yeah, I I think uh, okay. And close out her comment. She says they haven't asked me to uh, to be in it, and I think it would be weird if they did. I don't ask much, and I'm not a cute little kid anymore. So yeah, she. Um, <laughs> well, it totally makes I sense. Know. Like I, I uh, maybe maybe um she sounds uh, slightly pretentious here and there, but I can totally understand mm-hmm. where she's coming from, though. It's, mm-hmm. it's you know bullcrap. Why would you do that to that movie? It makes sense. What she said at the beginning that that sequels that usually suck sound. unless it's something planned and yeah the sequel yeah, was just the, it's it's why it doesn't make any sense it's stupid and it's just Hollywood trying to make and more you, money yeah do you have an I have you searched there when was this movie released it's been more than this what, movie was released like in years? the nineties uh, uh, and yeah. the movie made a lot of money it made like uh, I think half a, half a billion dollars and the budget was like point. Met- no, so no, no, I'm talking about worldwide. Years. Yeah, worldwide. No, no, this, yeah, this, oh, the year, yeah, uh-huh. okay, yeah. yeah worldwide, year. this so movie made, like, almost uh, at least half a billion, and the budget was really low. I think it was, like, 20 million or 40 million, something like that. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's one of the reasons they just, like, oh, let's make a sequel now. Why the hell not? But, Jesus Christ. Yeah, 20 years later. So much other things made... Fox could be doing. Fox could be mm-hmm. making a freaking Deadpool movie, but they want to make Mrs. Doubtfire 2. My God, somebody needs to slap them right in the back of the head. They really don't yes. know what the hell they're doing over there. <clears throat> it, yeah, it, First, it yeah. almost feels like if it's a desperate move, maybe from Robin Williams and whoever the hell the writer is, they're like, oh, I need to come. I highly doubt it's Robin Williams. Robin Williams is just probably going to be a part of it because he's like, no one else, no one else can do this because he knows it. Mm-hmm. If anybody mm-hmm. else were to be playing Mrs. Doubtfire, it'd be really corny and stupid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be like, no, that's, that's out of place. But I guess he doesn't. Well, it's else like bad. saying. It's like um, what's what's this one movie uh, that uh, what's his name? This this comedian guy that does all these movies, the fat mama, big mama house or whatever, like saying somebody else Martin Lawrence. Lawrence and being the fat fat lady, you know. I, I mean, if somebody else even starts by doing that, it, it won't even be the same. It, it's lost its charm, its point in being a movie, but. I mean, you know what? Why are we even like burning our heads with this? We don't even have the money. We don't even work for the studio. Let them have a whatever movie. It's uh, I'm not gonna go see it. You know, but hey. <laughs> yeah. Um. So, anyways, uh, remember how I was talking about Hans Zimmer? He didn't want to compose the music for Batman versus Superman. Mm-hmm. Well, he says he's gonna return as a composer. I mean, no crap, that was gonna happen, but yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a uh, He's going to be the composer. So, yay, more good music from this guy. <laughs> yeah. And uh, uh, this this was some news that they just dropped earlier this week that mm-hmm. just just everyone's, like, got so excited. They're like, what, really? Well, apparently in Amazing Spider-Man 2, there's going to be a, a – a, they're going to feature a post-credit uh, scene at the end, and it's going to be an X-Men Days of Future Past scene. But apparently it has nothing to do. Everyone's like, oh, so this, does this mean that there's going to be like a, a crossover between the X-Men and Spider-Man? No. This is a deal that Sony had made with Fox so they can, ha- so they can keep um, Mark Webb to direct the, the third sequel, the third, the mm-hmm. third uh, Amazing Spider-Man. So it was just, it's just like a little promo. It has nothing to do with Amazing Spider-Man 2. So if any of you guys see it, don't worry. It's not anything big. <laughs> it's just it's just a, a simple business deal. So yeah, again, we're not going to see this happening for years. 
probably never, you know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. uh, we'll see. Probably All at right. least not when I'm when I'm probably uh, maybe my when I'm in middle age. That's probably what's gonna happen. <laughs> <laughs> Something really quick I just want to mention was uh, Matthew Vaughn, who directed Kickass mm-hmm. and uh, X Men uh, First Class, which this guy is freaking amazing and. Brian Singer sucks. Oh, God, I forgot to mention something about Brian Singer. I don't really like talking about stuff like this because it's just really stupid. But Brian Singer is mm-hmm. being accused for um, by, uh, by a kid for, for molesting him or raping him, one of those two. And Brian Singer or... is the director of Days of Future Past. And I've never uh-huh. liked Brian Singer. I just want to say it now. I've never liked him. He did direct The Usual Suspects, which is really one of my favorite movies of all time, but I don't like Brian Singer. And okay. the possibility of him being a pedophile makes it give you know, it doesn't give me a good light on him anymore. I never really I, I never liked what he did ever, but uh yeah. Let's deal with it. And uh yeah, I don't really like talking about stuff like this because this really has nothing to do with movies, it's just kinda gossip. Mm-hmm. But I just wanted to mention it really quick because I kinda had to. But anyways, Matthew Vaughn. Um, he directed the Kick-Ass movie, the first one, and mm-hmm. uh, apparently he's going to direct another comic movie from the same writer of Kick-Ass, and it's called Superior. I don't really know what this comic is about, but it's sort of like a superhero, uh, uh, a, a, some superhero or something like that. It's, uh, what I'm trying to read what it's about. Yeah, it's it's really friggin' weird right now. I, I, like, even speaking it right now would be really weird. Just imagine it on screen. But anyways, it's it's some sort of sci-fi thing, and there's some monkey, alien monkey that talk. Don't don't even get me started. It's just all over the place. But anyways, it's uh yeah, that's what's gonna happen. It's it's gonna happen, and he's gonna do it. And for me, anything Matthew Vaughn does is definitely something I want to see because this guy is just way too good. But yeah, okay. that about wraps up everything today. Okay, sounds good. I mean, there was a lot of the, the, the superhero and gaming movies. I feel like, um, I think, I, I almost feel like Hollywood's taking the the easy way out. Um, they're not creating new stories. They're using, uh, they're using already, you know, made-up ideas and things to portray them into big screens. Um, I wonder if this, how long this is going to carry out. And <laughs> I would really like to well, start seeing some original movies again and not all about already books or games that have already been, you know. Um, yeah, I guess. Done. But, I mean, the good thing about this is that sometimes there's things like this that really need to be on screen, and it's, and it's really cool, and it makes all the fans happy. They, they can see their favorite books or comic books made into movies. Because, <clears throat> really, when you, one of your favorite comic books are made into a good movie or one of your favorite books, that's like the best thing ever for a fan. But, it is, you know, it is, but not every, I, No, I, I understand it's, it's, that. And that's it's, yeah, I understand where you're. Uh, yeah, but I understand where you're uh, coming from with that whole like, thing with, with exactly, Hollywood like just taking an easy way out. But I mean, yeah, Hollywood I mean, is not the way it used to be. They don't. Their writers oh, are just okay. becoming more and more mediocre. You just, yeah. uh, it's it's really bad. But if, I hopefully, well, and not all writers though. Just, I guess the writers that have access to to people with most power. writers, I mean, uh, most of the writers yeah. on there are just terrible. And like the ones who who really get famous are like, all right, who's one I really want to mention was the one who wrote Prometheus and wrote um, and wrote a few of the Dark Knight movies. I never really mm-hmm. liked them, and mm-hmm. it turns out just every day he proves that he's more of a I don't want to say this, but he's more of a douche every day. 
just the things he does and the things he and the things he says. And uh, when they're in the middle of writing Prometheus two, he decided to scrap the the script and leave uh, the studio. And I mean, leave the leave uh, the people he was working on for Prometheus two and not write the movie mm-hmm. and then go work on some other crap. That's the way this guy well, is. We really, yeah, I guess, and so that's how really, most like, most of the big Hollywood screenwriters on. are now. Yeah, yeah, we don't know what's going on behind it, but... We really don't know what's going on in there. Like, they maybe tried him and be like, oh, like, after... I don't know. I don't know. It could be a million possibilities and a million stories from yeah, every it's just, it's not. It's view. not just that, but, I mean, he's he's not really a great writer either. Oh, yeah. That's the yeah, thing. Yeah, I don't like that. Um, I mean, I didn't like those, those movies anyway to begin with. Um, but, yeah. So I guess, like you said, this wraps up our, our segment. And um, tell people where to find you. Okay, you guys can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, and Facebook at the real Robert AH and go to the Sasha Marina Show dot com and go to topics and check uh that's the movie and you can see the past reviews and um I think you can also see the the past podcasts or something, can we? Mm-hmm. Sasha? Yeah. Yeah. Of, of, yeah. Of course, <laughs> you go to his column and you see uh, his his schedule, uh his podcast and uh, pretty much anything that has to do with Robert. Also, uh, Robert, as we all know, he hosts for Positive Team Talk Radio. Do you have any uh, segments this week? Because I know it's like once a month. When's your next one? Yeah, I don't know. Actually, not yet. Um, I, haven't been con- okay. she hasn't, I haven't been contacted yet, but eventually, probably. <laughs> okay. All right. Cool. So yeah. that's awesome. So make sure you check out our website. Make sure you download our app on Google Play or BlackBerry. Hopefully I get it for you iPod users or iPhone users pretty soon. Uh, so, yeah, uh, thank you, bro. I appreciate it, and talk to you next week. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Ever since people found out about your acapella group, Mad Harmony, but you will bounce back. 
I mean, you're the guy always helping people find coverage options with the Name Your Price tool. It should be you giving me the pep talk. Now get out there, hit that high note, and take Mad Harmony all the way to nationals this year! Sorry, it's pitchy. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. The Starlight Lounge presents An Evening with the Progressive Box. Old moon, yeah. That's Hugo, tickling the ivories. He just saved by bundling home and auto with Progressive. Gonna finally buy a ring for that gal of yours, Hugo? Send her my condolences. Hi-oh! This next one's for you, too. There's a burglar in my heart. Thank you. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Discounts not available in all states or situations.